Welcome to Stories of Thankfulness. In this podcast, I hope to share with you stories of how God has used other people to bless my life. In addition, I'll be bringing on special guests to share their stories of thankfulness and how God used people in their lives to also provide blessings. If you enjoyed these stories, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review. If you'd like to share your story, email me at matt at storiesofthankfulness.com or leave me a voicemail at 903-213-3934. And now, on to our story. Howdy, friends. It's time for another episode here. I have another story of thankfulness I want to share with you. Now, this one right here, ooh, it's a doozy. Let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you about the time that a car fell on my head. And I know whenever I say things like that, I say a car fell on my head. Most people are like, how did you survive such a thing? And y'all know what I'm going to tell you. It's by the grace of God that I survived such a thing. Uh, I've actually got a scar right on my forehead from it. Most people don't realize there's a scar there. They think I'm just getting old and have wrinkles. But um, let me tell you what happened. So I was, I was 18, maybe 19 years old. I'm pretty sure I was 18 years old. Uh, and I had this car I'd, I'd gotten from my mom. She was buying it from a dealership, one of these little shady ghetto dealerships. And I started buying it. I took over the payments for that car. It was a 87 Dodge Daytona. It was red. It was a stick shift. I taught myself to drive that stick shift. It's quite hard to do so. And um, the house that I was living in at the time had a driveway with broken up concrete. It was kind of messed up. And my mom had been living there too. We'd both been living in that house. And uh, between her and me both driving this car, we'd driven it up into the driveway several times and hit the concrete underneath. And it knocked a hole in the oil pan. Well, you need oil in your car to run, so that's a problem. I'm not super mechanical. I, at this point in my life, I'd done a little bit of car repair when I had to, because I was poor and couldn't afford to hire folks, so I knew how to replace a thermostat, replace a starter, things like that. My little brother was there with me. He must have been 13, 14 years old, Keith. And... Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to get this oil pan and I'm going to pull it off off of this car and I'm going to take it someplace and get it get it patched up. There is a shop down the road that I know uh, could do some welding for me. And the car couldn't be driven because it wasn't keeping no oil in it. When there's a hole at the bottom, all the oil comes out. So me and my brother underneath there and I'm trying to figure out how to get this oil pan off. And there's several bolts and a lot of grime with the oil leak and it made it especially dirty and everything down there. And again, I don't exactly know what I'm doing here. So I, uh, I'm trying to get this oil pan off and I guess I didn't have all the bolts off, but I thought maybe I did. And I'm trying to pry at it with a screwdriver and it wasn't working. So I asked my brother to go get me a different screwdriver. We're both laying underneath the car. My feet are sticking out the, um, the front of the car. Got it up on the jack, uh, not a jack stand and did not have any of the wheels chalked. Just sitting up on the jack. Uh, and y'all can see where this is going. I already told you what happens, right? And he crawls up from underneath the car. Now, I don't know if 
Maybe he lifted himself by touching the car, or maybe he was clear of the car. All I know is, very shortly after he cut out from under the car, I'm laying there, and I, I can, I'm looking up at the, at the bottom of the car, and, I, and I, I see that the car is moving forward ever so slightly. And I see it enough that I reach my hand up and I, I try to catch the car as it rolls over on top of me. I get my hand pinned between the wheel, the tire and the wheel well there. And somehow, don't break my arms, uh, trying to hold this car, I'm not holding it. And one of the bars going across there went right across my forehead and hit right there. And I could feel the blood filling into my eyes and just draining down my face. Huh, last story I was talking about a head wounding blood on my face. <laughs> Guess it's a recurring theme there. This was actually before that story uh, by several years. Um, by about 10 years. But I felt that. But the first thing I thought was, okay, I'm alive. This hurts. And I started screaming. My mom was there and she was sitting on the porch on the kind of stoop right there by it, not five foot away from me. And she immediately starts screaming and she runs over and tries to lift the car up. But mom can't lift the car all by herself, even with uh, that adrenaline and that mama energy. My mama's just a, a little short woman and she's trying to get this car up off of me. My aunt and uncle, my cousins lived across the street and my Uncle Eddie was across over there, and he heard my mama screaming. So he comes out to see what's going on. And my Uncle Eddie's a big old guy, six foot, a million inches or something. A uh, big old tall guy. But Uncle Eddie's got a bad back. And I don't mean, oh, it's hurt sometimes. I mean, he's been on disability because of his back. back is so bad. He hurt it years ago. So he comes over. And him and my mama lift that car, though. They, they got together, they pulled, and they lifted that car up. And somebody, I think it was my mama, reached down there and yanked me out from underneath that car. And just, boom. Well, next thing I know, the car was up and I was out. And uh, again, there's blood all in my eyes. I can't see what's going on. It's lots of pain. And uh, I remember trying to walk into the house. And my mama was helping me get into the house and they, they had already called an ambulance. I heard the sirens coming and uh, the ambulance showed up. And I remember the ambulance people was trying to clean my face off and see what my wounds were. And they were trying to get me to lay down on the stretcher. And I didn't want to lay down on the stretcher. I'm a really bad patient, by the way. I feel bad for any doctors or nurses <laughs> have to work with me. But, uh... I remember I laid down on the stretcher and they strapped me down to that stretcher and then they carried me out of the house and it was pretty rough to get through the doorway and across that broken concrete driveway and everything get down. I remember they were just twisting me every which way and the ride to the hospital. It's the only time I've ever been in an ambulance. And then I remember being in the hospital. By that point, I don't think I was really hurting anymore, but I remember the feeling as they put stitches in the front and the back of my head. I had, uh, I did not crack my skull, thankfully. The car was setting on my head, but all it was was flesh wounds. And they put stitches at the back of my head and stitches across my forehead. And I remember the feeling of the thread pulling through my skin 
it felt it did not hurt it felt irritated I guess is the best way to say disturbing uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah so a car fell on my head that was that was pretty traumatic right there but let me tell you what no brain damage no real lasting damage at all uh, besides it costing me some money uh, really not a big deal at all and I think I don't remember what happened I do remember we did get that part replaced in the car I don't remember if my brother got back out there and got it off or my uncle did or somebody I did not get back under that car I can tell you that much and it was years before I would get back under a car again and when I did I used jack stands and I chalked the wheels and made sure that no car was going to roll over on me again um, I'm now very worried about safety in those sorts of situations. As that young and stupid, with a head say young and dumb, uh, I really wasn't worried until, you know, I almost died from it. So, so what am I thankful about? Well, first off, I'm thankful for my little brother, Keith. He was down there doing his best to help me. And uh, Keith turned out to be very mechanically inclined, much more so than me. Um, I'm very thankful that he was helping me in the first place. And I'm very thankful that I think he might be the one who went ahead and finished the job. I don't remember exactly. But um, I'm thankful for him for that. I'm thankful for my mom. And I'm thankful for my Uncle Eddie because they got that car off of me and yanked me out from under that car. If I had stayed underneath that car a long time, I think I would have died. Not only would I have bled out if they couldn't have got me out, but I think I would have I would have died as it was crushing me. I think the only reason it didn't crush me worse was my mama. Even though she couldn't lift the car all by herself, she was pulling up on that thing with all of her might as my uncle ran over there from across the street. And uh, so I thank her for being there for that. I thank the Lord for putting them in place. Uh, for showing me that uh, in this life we need other people and so that's my story about how a car fell on my head uh, try to make these podcasts pretty short I just want to share with y'all some important stories uh, stories of thankfulness that's what it's all about so let me leave you with this try to find an opportunity as you go throughout this next week try to find an opportunity where the Lord can use you to be a story of thankfulness for someone else. Now, maybe you won't walk along and somebody just had a car fall on their head, but I guarantee you in your life, as you travel throughout this next week, as you go to work and school, as you do the things that you do in life, there will be an opportunity for you to let the Lord use you. Be open to that, and the Lord will make it clear where where you can be used well. Thanks, friends. Y'all have a great day.